This meeting is being recorded. has one direction and that's forward it only has one option and that's going to keep the momentum going you know i expect nothing and accept everything and this simple personal assertion gets you out of your head and powerfully into your life out of your thoughts and into your your reality because courage isn't a feeling it's an action Thank you so much, Great Big C, from the tropical island of Newfoundland with a little bit of Ordinary Day, bringing us in episode 136 of One Life Liveth Podcast. This will be the last episode of the year 2023 as we get ready to hit 2024. And uh, I am incredibly blessed that you continue to join us on this journey. Um, this is a busy time. It's a busy time, uh, obviously, for the holiday season and however you may be celebrating around the world. I hope you take some time with this pause to kind of spend some time with loved ones. If you get that opportunity, uh, just pause, just reflect. Um, what a great time to really look back, you know, as we clear the calendar and get ready for a new one. What a great time to kind of look forward, but also just reflect, just pause, just stop. Nothing needs to be done right now. And um, obviously, I want to share some things with you today and just kind of keep it a little light, but maybe just something that, you know, again, continues to just splash water on our face as we look forward um, to the next day and the next year. Uh, again, Ordinary Day, Great Big C bringing us in. Uh, it's Team Canada's little song uh, as we hit a very popular time here amongst hockey fans. And uh, if you are a hockey fan, you obviously know what I'm discussing. Um, but our audience is global, and um, I love that. There's been a little bit of controversy in our beautiful province or our little island out in the tropics. And it's not something I'm going to touch on here. I've already had my say, um, and it just goes in, into the boundaries of sportsmanship and acknowledgement, respect, integrity of the game and and uh, a little bit of challenge as to how to handle the post-game celebration. Uh, I, I've, you know, voiced my concerns and my passion at other various mediums, uh, and certainly that's not where I want to take this to today. But I do want to, in these challenging times, talk a little bit about uh, the car ride home. You see, I've been coaching for over 35 years, but not only that, I've coached my son's teams and I've had that blessing, that opportunity. And I can tell you that you can ask any hockey player what the score was during the game that they played on in November 
in a particular tournament, the game three of that tournament, and they will never be able to remember that score. Never. Don't care what it is. And I challenge you, if it was a tournament game two weeks ago, they wouldn't remember to score. This is a busy time, obviously, holiday season, but it's also a little bit of tournament season. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a, there's a lot of emotions all drummed up into this. But I want to talk to you about the car ride home. The car ride home has caused more kids to quit team sports than any other thing out there. The car ride home. How do you talk to your child? Because how do you talk or how you talk to your child is everything that matters. So I just want to share five phrases that I think you should, that you're, that are the only things that you need to share with your child on the car ride home after the game. And think about then how important the car ride to the game is. Because, see, the only thing I ever remember when I played sports was how supportive my mom and dad were. That's it. That's all I remember, that they were there. And I know that the only thing the kids will remember is that you were there. You were there just watching, just watching them play. So I want to share five phrases that I think that if you could just embody them on that car ride home, you would do so much for that child. So just five. Number one, I love watching you play. I think this is the best. I love watching you play, no matter what the score is. I love watching you play. You know, if you had to pick one statement to say to your child, this is it. That's the one. There's no judgment or criticism. You're just letting your son or daughter know that you are a fan and that you love watching them play and compete. Nothing else is needed. Nothing. You don't have to talk about coaches' lines or who was out there during a the game or referees' calls or anything like that at all. I just love watching you play. I just love it. Number two, I believe in you. You want to build confidence in your child? Tell them you believe in them. They need to hear this from adults. One of the most important things we can do as parents is to instill confidence in our kids. It's hard enough being a kid in today's world. I mean, this is a powerful, powerful phrase to use. Let me tell you something. No matter how you good, how good you were as an athlete, you are not even close to being as good as what they are today. Overall, their skills, way better than ours. So don't think you're that good enough to not say, hey, I believe in you and I just love watching you play. Then how about just do your best? Just do your best. I mean, we're all different. We all have different skill sets. All we can ever do is our best. That's the only thing that we can control is the effort that we put in. And this is the one thing that my parents always said to me, just do your best. I mean, teach your child to pass the mirror test. You know, the man, the woman inside the glass. If they can look in the mirror and tell themselves that they genuinely did their very best, then that is all we can ever ask of ourselves. That's it. Number four, next play. I mean, this is a move on mindset. Don't dwell on a mistake and make another. Don't celebrate after a great play so much that you lose your focus. This teaches 
kids about composure and poise. It teaches them to remain in the present, not dwell on the past, and not look too ahead. That's a great life lesson. There's a reason the front windshield is bigger than the rear view mirror. And lastly, just be a great teammate. This is such, such an important life skill. And that's why we should just shake hands. Great teams are made up of great teammates. And being a great teammate is something that we can all control. Our world needs great teammates. So just encourage your daughter or your son to be a great teammate for their team. It is a lesson that will last a lifetime. Five phrases. I mean, that's it. Can we share those? Can we break out of our ego state and just simply say them? But I challenge you to not open your mouth and don't say them if you don't truly believe them because they will know. Be better. I want you to think about the surfer mentality. Think about that surfer that's out there on those waves. I want you to think about a surfer. When a surfer gets up on a wave, they enjoy the present moment. They don't think about the wave five, five ones back or the one that may be coming. They only concentrate on the wave at that moment, even though they know with certainty that that wave will eventually end. They fully enjoy this wave with the wisdom and awareness that there are always going to be more waves coming. The surfer knows that they don't have to ride every single wave that comes their wave. The surfer knows that 90% of the time, they won't be riding any wave, but just paddling and waiting and waiting. They are aware that patience and proper positioning is all that matters for when the next wave inevitably comes along. And finally, the surfer knows that the only way to live is by putting themselves out there in the water. You can't catch any waves sitting on the shore. So that's what I wanted to leave with you. I wanted you to think about that today. Think about the importance of those little moments and those little times that you will have with your child, with your son, with your daughter. I wanna thank you for this year. You know, the last few years have been so incredibly challenging and you continue to be a part of this today. And I'm so thankful for that. And I just want you to, I'm going to ask you 11 questions. And maybe if you take your time, pull over, if you're listening to this at home and you've got a journal out, and wherever that may be, and just make a note. But I'm just going to ask you 11 questions before 2023 is over. Something to, to kind of think about. Number one, what am I, what am I grateful that happened this year? Number two, what hard things did I overcome this year? Number three, what did 2023 really teach me? Number four, who positively impacted my life this year? Not negatively. It's easy to pick those ones out. Who was positive in your life this year? Number five, ask yourself this. Look back 365 days. Look back 12 months. How am I different from the person I was in January? Because you definitely are. If anything, you're a year older. Number six, what relationships do I need to strengthen in 2024? 
Who do I need to break bread with? Who do I need to sit with? Who do I need to say thank you with? Who do I need to really, really reach out to? Number seven, what do I need to start doing? Number eight, what do I need to stop doing? Number nine, what do I need to keep doing? And the last two, what's one small thing I can do to get 1% better every day? Because 1% better every day means you'll be 365% better 365 days from now. And number 11, and this is the ultimate one, what is your why? What is your why? Don't let every day be an ordinary day. Just let it be beautiful. One life, live it. Thank you so much for continuing to be here.